Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 financial pros rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Liz Kasha, who is the Director of Marketing for the Herbert Financial Group in Michigan. Liz really knows her stuff and she knows what role she plays on the Herbert team and executes it very well. But as you listen to the podcast, I want you to pay special attention to when Liz and I start talking about HFG Cares. Herbert Financial supports several nonprofits and has created a few scholarships on its own. Their approach creates an unmistakable connection with the community, and it's something that every person listening to this call should consider doing. Not only does it give the firm a sense of purpose, but it's something the firm loves to talk about with clients and prospects. On with the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Lynn, Liz Keisha, who is the Director of Marketing for the Herbert Financial Group in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Hi, Liz. Hi, Mike. How are you today? Great. Thanks for joining us. I, I would love, What I'd like to do first is help set the stage for everyone. You're the Director of Marketing for Herbert Financial Group. Give everyone your elevator pitch of what your duties are. What do you do at uh, what do you do as director of marketing? Of course. Um, well, to begin, I absolutely love my role here at Herbert Financial, and um, marketing and PR is something I'm so incredibly passionate about. Um, so I did. I received my degree in journalism and PR from the University of Michigan. So go blue. Go blue. Uh, Great weekend for them in football. Not that uh, anybody didn't notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, and I've been in this role for about eight years. Um, and as you know, with so many shifts just in the communication industry, my job is really ever evolving. Um, so some areas of focus for me really involve overseeing the marketing department, um, research and demographics for our target audience, branding the firm, internal and external communications, events, press releases, um, media work, uh, content creation, social media strategies, and of course, um, the strategic and tactical annual marketing plan. Oh boy, oh boy, that's a lot. <laughs> Lots of stuff. That's a lot, but <laughs> but you know, as I went, went on your website today, I noticed there are thirteen people in your office. So the it, it, you're not a you're not a one person show. You're actually supporting quite a uh, quite a good size office. Correct. We have a wonderful team. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, an honor to work with all of them. So everyone definitely um, you know, plays a significant role in just the success and growth of the firm. So yeah, it's wonderful to work with all of them. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's, uh, I'm trying to recall that list. Uh, give me that list one more time, just of the, uh, the, what you do as director of marketing. I, I wanna make sure everybody yeah. sees that it's, that it's that it, how rounded it is again. Yeah. Um, so uh, I oversee uh, just the marketing department in itself. So and everything that goes into it, which would be like the research and demographics for our target audience, of mm -hmm. course. 
um, branding the firm in the public sphere, um, internal and external communications, um, all of the events and everything that goes into the events uh, from like the inception to the logistics to um, you know the data and kind of just looking at how the event did and what we could you know do better and then of course following up with you know hopefully a lot of prospects that we got from the event sure um, writing press releases um, and you know getting those press releases you know into the public sphere so that we can be featured in like different media media outlets right right. Um, Content creation, a lot of original content creation, like uh, writing blogs and you know different things like that, creating videos, um, social media strategies, and then um, I put together our strategic and tactical annual marketing plan. So that's really my you know document. I, I start writing that in November um, of each year um, to go into effect come January, basically first of the following year, and then that document is. You know, it's a working document, and of course, it's fluid because you know things can always change. And uh, but it's definitely it hits every single aspect of marketing and PR sure. uh, with all the plans for the year, and then I try to work right through it through the year. Yeah, I think you know what uh, what was striking to me about that list is I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, boy, any financial advisor that's working in a small <laughs> shop. You just right. can't compete with uh, Herbert Financial, who's doing <laughs> so much of that stuff. I mean, you're either a financial advisor or you're a marketing person, but oh my goodness, the uh, the amount of stuff to keep up with that is, is tremendous. So thanks for going over that again. Oh, of course, of course. And, you know, I always say I've, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of people at different conferences and, you know, other advisors within our broker-dealer Um and, you know, I always, uh, I always try to impart different ways that, you know, like you said, the, the one-man show or, you know, you know, two people in an office, different ways even that, that they can take on, you know, a lot of, you know, different areas of marketing and PR. Maybe not to obviously the extent, but that's one of the best things, you know, about you guys and about FMG is that there's so many fantastic tools and, you know, automated programs and things like that, that, you know, if you just kind of get into them, uh, it sets the stage, you know, for you to be able to do so much more than you probably thought you could. Um, so right. I'm really right. thankful for that. Well, and that's what we want to do. We want to make extraordinary marketers uh, out of financial advisors. So um, Liz, tell us, give us an idea of your the profile of your ideal client. Uh, as you look at your current client base, what are the commonalities? Are they teachers, business owners, professionals? What what is What are the common denominators of your clients? Sure. So we definitely have a really diverse book of business. Um, but for us, our really strong niche and the main commonality across the board is um, we have a pretty strong reputation in, in the industry and especially here in, um, you know, we're in the Metro Detroit area, so with the big three, um, as being like the automotive financial planning experts. Uh -huh. um, so when you kind of look across our book, that's definitely our niche, and it's been, gosh, we've been in business since 1985, um, so uh, it's definitely been, you know, our bread and butter, and um, the founder of our firm, Tim, he was born and raised, you know, in Metro Detroit, and his father and both his grandfathers actually worked in the auto industry, so after uh, Tim graduated from college, he also, you know, worked in the industry at General Motors, and um while he was there, he was really able to, you know, build his clientele, learn everything he could about the auto industry, and then that's when he went on to launch Herbert Financial Group. And then, 
you know, have that real niche in specializing in um, financial planning for General Motors and automotive employees across, you know, the big three. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I would imagine uh, Tim's expertise has to span over um, uh, the pensions and how pensions are administered and what yes. um, and has to navigate through. We're, we're doing this podcast and uh, the General Motors strike was just resolved. And I imagine he has uh, clients and employees that are concerned about how how that affects their whole financial plan. So it's a very dynamic part of the uh, industry. Extremely dynamic. And uh, we definitely try, you know, to stay on top of, you know, all of the changes that, you know, take take effect in that industry. And, you know, obviously, and also with with the strikes and all of that, but earlier in the year too, with uh, the buyout packages and the involuntary and voluntary severance, you know, having so much of your, you know, clientele book and everyone just, you know, needing guidance and what do I do and can I do this? Um, so we try to, you know, really cultivate our automotive niche. We hold, you know, so many specialized events for our GM people and our auto people. We have dedicated sections on our website. We do timely blogs. We utilize a lot of SEO techniques to really enhance like our search results. Um, just to build that repertoire with, you know, GM and especially the executives and the leaders because, you know, that's our referral chain. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's we definitely have uh, a diverse book of business, but our deep-rooted niche will, will really always be automotive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it makes sense, especially if uh, uh, Tim has such a strong family line there and he's actually worked there. And now, it was, now right. did I read on the website that Tim was in the HR department or was how, or how was he connected right. to the firm? Correct. So he uh, he started in a couple of different positions, but then moved into his main position, which was um, as a human resources manager uh -huh. with General. Perfect mm -hmm. boy. So he would so actually he do the ins and outs. Yeah, he, yeah, would definitely know the ins and outs. So that uh, that really fit like hand in glove. Well, that that is um, um, yeah, understanding a niche like that uh, certainly helps drive business. Um, when and as I talk with financial advisors, many of them are uh, some. Many of them struggle to find that niche, and some people, when they do find that niche, they want to break out of that niche because they think it's too narrow. But it sounds like where you guys have arrived uh, is a nice sweet spot for the firm. Most definitely, and you know, I really do. That's one of the biggest, um, especially for kind of newer uh, newer firms that are starting up. That's something that I always try to really give advice on is to find that niche because that's something that can then define the firm. It doesn't define it in its entirety. You know, we always get prospects from, you know, all walks of industries, but to have that specialized niche really gives you a huge value add. And in this day and age with just, you know, the competitiveness of the industry, it's so important to be able to really have that strong niche, that strong recognition. And then when you have something like this, it just enhances your branding so much because sure. there's so much to sure. do with it. So Yeah, and I would imagine from uh, from the big three's perspective too, there's a lot of, uh, Tim understands things that don't necessarily need to be explained, which is probably an awesome uh, advantage for them as well. Exactly. All right, let's let's transition. Let's talk about the let's get into the uh, the fun stuff, the marketing side. Let's talk about sure. the type of events that you help co coordinate for Herbert Financial. Sure. So 
So uh, we definitely do a large array of, of different type of events. Um, we do, you know, large-scale movie events to very intimate dinner parties to online events. Um, but our large-scale events are really geared towards thanking all of all of our clients, really for their loyalty and support of our firm, and of course, continuing to grow and foster our relationship with them. Because I feel like sometimes um, with doing so many just kind of targeted events, bring a guest, bring a guest, that works, and we definitely do a lot of that in, you know, in, in our marketing and event mix, but I really think it's important to also have one large event where you're just thanking the people, like, hey, just come, don't worry about bringing anyone, don't worry about anything, just come, have fun, enjoy your time, um, you know, get to talk to us one-on-one, -on -one, um, kind of in a different setting, and we always have about four or 500 people um, wow. come to come to an event that large and we actually rent out an entire movie theater Great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we premiere a newly released like blockbuster movie. We do popcorn boxes, candy wheels, soda machines. Um, and the people absolutely love it. So they have a blast and it just really helps to solidify, um, you know, our relationship with them and just, you know, we're not really asking for anything. We just come have a good time. And uh, so it's, it's a great event with wonderful results. People ask us every year, when, you know, when's the movie event coming up? Oh, that's great <laughs> so, to hear. Um, so it's one of my favorites. Um, and then, of course, we also do our smaller, more intimate, educational type of events, and those are really for a targeted purpose. So what we were just talking about with the recent, like, GM severance packages, um, you know, what we'll do is our advisory team will put together a really detailed presentation um, and then we hold, you know, some really intimate dinner events uh, just for our GM clientele. Um, we allow them, you know, of course, bring your coworkers, anybody that needs help that's facing, you know, this huge decision. Um, we have, um, we do a presentation, nice dinner. And then, you know, the follow-up is always, you know, get that presentation in an online form. Um, and then the next day, you know, we always send it out to them right away because I always say, with events like that, especially your smaller intimate events, you know, that's going to be also your time when you're going to get your most, you know, your most strong referrals, I feel like. Sure. So you, especially your guests that are there, follow up with them the next day. Hey, it was so great to meet you. Thank you for coming. You know, here's a link directly, you know, to the presentation. Here's some guides. Here's some checklists. You know, anything that we can do, um, you know, just to reinforce everything that they heard at that event and to reinforce our specialized knowledge and our value and then we always include, you know, share with a friend. Um, so, hey, they can just, you know, forward this along, refer other coworkers. So we have a lot of different um, kind of form fields built into our website that we integrate with all of our emails. Um, so that's been extremely helpful for event follow-up. And, you know, people use them all the time. And we've gotten a lot of, you know, referrals from people that didn't even attend the event that, you know, one of the attendees forwarded our presentation to them. Um, so that's been a, a really great, you know, source, source for us for new referrals. Sure. And I can imagine at that time when, uh, the, the, those severances go out, it's a very vulnerable time for the people at the firm. And, uh, as you provide that information, they're going to take a little bit of comfort at it and they're going to, it's great to understand that someone, someone knows the, 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 the well, um, the life event they're traveling through. Correct. Definitely. It is, uh, it is a very, a very, like you said, vulnerable, mo you know, time for them. And we always try to be that, you know, person that holds their hand throughout. So, um, you know, that's why we, you know, we work 
really, really hard to always make sure that we're providing the most timely information that we can and that rowers there for them. And, you know, we'll, our advisors will, you know, stay till nine and just get in as many of these, you know, GM people as they can right away, you know, just so that we can help them through the process. So we'll always definitely, you know, go above and beyond, sure. especially, you know, during times like that. Well, awesome. That's great to hear. Um, let me uh, let me throw a curveball at you here. Uh, let sure. me let me ask you, what types of events would you like to try that you haven't yet, or that or that you've maybe tried once or twice that you think are getting a lot of traction? What what kind of a twist are you putting on these uh, corporate events that you do with uh, clients and prospects? Yeah, so um, I've kind of thought through this a lot as far as some different some different types of events. And one area, and this kind of falls, you know, on you know for our niche. But part of you know with General Motors, we have a large like executive following to the GM executives, and they're just uh, extremely busy individuals. Sure. So you know, of course, so sometimes it's really. Uh, it's really difficult to be able to, you know, have them even carve out, you know, a couple hours, you know, on a Thursday or a Tuesday to, you know, to come to these events. So I thought about doing a couple of things. Um, one is being able to do like a live broadcast um, where, you know, they can join in remotely and be able to like watch the presentation live and see what's going on. And then also looking into doing some like virtual type shows. Um, so that's kind of been a medium that I've been looking, you know, I've been looking towards doing to really, um, to really, you know, work with our niche and, and make it, you know, as easy for them to attend as possible. Sure. Um, so that's kind of been some, some new areas. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, you're, you're trying to make it, make, make the firm available on the, the client or the prospects terms, not, not the other Correct. way around. So that's, uh, um, that's fabulous, I think, because uh, yeah, if you, if uh, trying to herd together ten or twenty uh, General Motors executives is uh, no easy task for a Thursday night dinner, I would imagine that's a, a tall order indeed. Correct. Yep. All right. So one area of the website that I wanted to go into was uh, HFG Cares. It is uh, kind of explained to. Uh, listeners what that is and how it plays into the overall marketing efforts. Sure. So I began the HFG CARES campaign when I first started uh, really as a way um, to project just a positive impact on the communities we serve. So it was extremely important to us um, to partner with charities that we really had a personal connection to. So with like um, our Cystic Fibrosis Foundation um, connection, we, we started that in support of a young girl named Kate, who is a, uh, the daughter of one of our long, very long-time great clients. Um, we also partner with the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation uh, to support um, our founder's brother, who was diagnosed um, at age five. And then we launched uh, scholarships with Northern Michigan University and Eastern Michigan University, which are uh, the colleges two of our advisors graduated from. Um, so I would really say that like the best and most rewarding aspect of HFG Cares is is that we're really able to energize and include our clientele base and really encourage their support of these charities as well. So um, I write press releases about our efforts. We've been featured in um, a lot of various local papers and media outlets regarding the campaign. Um, we keep our clients informed about all of these efforts via our website, custom emails, social media posts, 
custom videos, newsletters, blog posts. Um, and it's really rewarding to, to see the positive feedback. I'll tell you, because um, I deal with all of our prospects, all of the prospecting and networking, and any prospects that kind of call into the, into the firm. So I hear from, you know, and I'll get it every, you know, every couple months, but I'll get that prospect that calls and they're like, oh, you know, we were checking at your website and oh my gosh, you know, our niece has cystic fibrosis or, you know, my brother has diabetes and I just love the work that you guys are doing. And so it almost sets you apart, you know, from a lot of the competition because it shows people that you care um, and that you're taking that extra step. Um, and it's just a great way to brand your firm's public image. Like when you Google our firm, um, a few of the articles that we've been featured in for like our charitable efforts, they'll come up in the search results. So for new prospects, they, you know, of course, the first thing they all do is Google the company Absolutely. and then, you know, right. And then for them to see a headline, oh, Herbert Financial Group is walking to save the life of a little girl or Herbert Financial Group is launching a new scholarship. It's just a great way to show prospective clients how much we care. Um, so it's the HFG Cares campaign is a huge part of our PR effort. And, you know, when you're fortunate enough to have a public platform with a significant clientele base, um, you know, why not use it to help make a difference? And I always say good PR earns the type of credibility that just paid advertising can never buy. <laughs> right. Oh, it's true. It's true. And it, and it shows you care. It shows you're connected to the community because that's the feeling I received when I saw it on the website and then I Googled it. I said, wow, this is a firm that is actively involved with the community mm -hmm. in, in, in Auburn Hills, as, has connections with some of the universities. And through those relationships, I'm sure uh, uh, all sorts of stuff evolves for the firm. You got it. Definitely, it's I, it, it's a win-win, right? We're helping. We're we're helping to change lives and to make a difference. And you know, it's it shows you know not only our existing clientele base, but it shows you know prospects um, that you know we're we're also more than than a financial firm. Right. We we use this platform to help make a difference, and we bring our clients along the way. We have clients that join us for these walks, and you know, come and hang out with us and donate and write us letters of support. So, um, you know, it's it's very rewarding to uh, to be able to you know have have the clients be included with us. So, right. Right. I'm sure. <laughs> now, I'm wondering, what is there? Does it attract more to your older clients, ones that are more in the pre-retiree stage, ones that are in the accumulating? You know, I, I imagine you have some millennials as clients, but uh, what uh, what does who does HFC HFG cares? Does that connect with one demographic more than the other? Or is it spread out across the board? Sure. So it's. It's kind of spread out across the board, which we kind of did uh, purposely. So in, this, in the situation with the cystic fibrosis, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of diagnosed at a younger age for that. So um, a lot of our, our clients that are in their, like, 40 age range, um, you know, they have a lot more, you know, connection to that. So because a lot of younger children, you know, tend to be diagnosed with that early um, and then um, for the juvenile diabetes, you know, I do tend to see a lot in the retiree. Uh, you know, when I look, I kind of look at all the different letters and donations from our clients that come in from it and just kind of do a quick qualitative look at it and sure. see kind of the areas um, and, you know, the trends of, 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 you know, how it's kind of divided in our clientele base. 
And then we launched the scholarships because, um, you know, we're working on a, uh, a niche with like next gen, like next gen financial planning mm-hmm. uh, for that age group. So this has been a huge, a huge uh, factor for them because, you know, we're trying to show that, hey, we want to help you, you know, get scholarships and, you know, get your education at a Michigan university and, you know, help grow the local economy and stay here. And sure, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, uh, right. That was that was a targeted uh, marketing approach at that demographic because we're really building out, you know, kind of a, a new niche for us um, that we're we're kind of focusing on the next year. Yeah, I would think with the um, uh, with the different foundations you support, you actually are making it easier for your clients to support groups that they may otherwise not have supported, or they may have looked for a way to support, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't want to uh, reach out to a national organization. They really feel like they're making a local connection, and uh, they're connected with that larger group through uh, through your firm. Right, exactly. And with um, the juvenile diabetes, um, the Detroit uh, the Detroit faction, uh, for years they held their huge walk, which was thousands of people. They actually held it at the General Motors Tech Center. Um, so that couldn't have been, you know, better. Uh, fitted with us in our niche because we'd, you know, we take the whole team, the whole HFG team, and we'd go down to the tech center and we'd run into our clients left and right because uh, GM was a big supporter of it, obviously, you know, having the juvenile diabetes walk held at the tech center. Um, so that was fantastic for us. And, you know, we were able to get into like the General Motors main newspaper um, that's you know, there for the thousands sure. and thousands of employees when they come in uh, every day. So it was a it was a great uh, a great uh, marketing effort. <laughs> sure, yeah, great connection with them. Well, one is we're we're getting near the end of the podcast. I wanted to I was going to ask you about uh, what types of uh, marketing events and mar- marketing tools have worked over the years because because your firm. Oh. As I look at your firm, as I look at the website, I can see that you've tried a variety of different re- uh, different events. You've tried uh, some seminars, you've done uh, some press releases, you've done newsletters, you've done this, this type of uh, connection with the community through uh, HFG Cares. What, mm-hmm. what marketing tools are working best right now and which ones, uh, which ones are you putting on the shelf? Um, well, I can, to start, I can definitely tell you one thing. Our marketing campaigns and efforts would really not be where they are today if not for FMG Suite and for you guys. Because um, in my opinion, I just think you guys are literally changing the marketing game for financial advisors. Um, so a lot of what I've been focusing on the last year or two has really been taking the tools, um, the different tools that you guys are continuously <laughs> releasing and coming up with. Um, and one of probably the best piece of advice I could give to any financial advisors right now in regards to, um, you know, a, a marketing tool is to really use their website as a central hub for all of your marketing efforts. Um, you know, for example, when you send out uh, email campaigns, you know, always make sure you have a call to action. Um, so click here to continue reading, click here to learn more. Um, and just make sure it links the reader to something on your website, whether it be an article, a press release, a blog. But this way you're driving traffic to your website and you're really also giving yourself um, like a quantitative way to measure the effectiveness of your email. Sure. Um, and, you know, on that note, I would say too that anyone that, that has an FMG website, I just strongly encourage them to utilize um, the mass email program. It's definitely been a game changer for us um, because not only are there so many pre-written emails 
um, about timely topics, but I love that you can create custom emails. Um, and it's so user-friendly, the creation tools, you can do multi-content emails, you can um, include widgets and images, and, and I love that you can create custom uh, contact groups, right? So you can segment everything, and that's like, that's the best way to do your targeted marketing. Um, and then um, with the email tool, you can track how well your emails are doing. Um, I just love the history tab. You can see what emails were sent, how many opens, how many people click through. Um, I just think it's so important to use the data to create custom content strategies um, because sometimes you can, you know, blanket, like I like to call it like blanket marketing. It's great, um, you know, sending, let's say you have a thousand, you know, contacts, you know, in your CRM. So sending them, you know, kind of this like blanket marketing is great, but I also am a really big proponent of creating target marketing groups. So sure. because of the tools that you guys have and the ability to now drill down and say, okay, did John Smith and his wife, you know, open this email about Social Security? Did, you know, so-and-so open this email about, um, you know, retirement planning? Now I can then create these custom groups and say, you know what? All these clients tend to really go towards, you know, in, in marketing and, and content about Social Security. So I'm going to start, you know, target marketing them with this type of information. And you guys, with all the great <laughs> analytics and, and reporting tools in there, you're just really able to drill down and do that, um, that type of target marketing. So... It's great to hear how much you're taking advantage of those because our, as our yeah. development team spends an inordinate amount of time uh, coming oh, up I'm with those sure. derivations. But, uh, uh, you know, you, um, most financial advisors, when they, they put up, they upload one list and, and darn it, that's the list that gets everything. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when you explain to them that, you know, it, 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 just let's separate your retired clients from your pre-retired clients. Mm -hmm. Um, even that simple split, you can be yes. much more targeted with your email. So it's awesome to hear that you're taking advantage of that. Now, tell us a little bit, you uh, mentioned briefly about uh, social media. How are you using that with FMG? Sure, yeah. So um, I've got, you know, our social media sites linked up with, uh, with FMG, you know, via the dashboard. Um, for the website, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I take definitely take a, advantage of the automated marketing campaigns that you guys um, have launched, um, and that's been such a great way to continue to have um, you know social media content posted. Um, and we get so many views and clicks, you know, click-throughs on um, you know a lot of the automated marketing campaigns, especially you know the stuff that gets posted to social media. And I just love that you can kind of sit back and, you know, just click to activate these campaigns and, um, you know, post it directly to your social media sites and you don't really have to worry too much. And then, of course, you can view the performance of the campaigns. Um, so that's been, I mean, that's wonderful for, you know, the busy advisor too and someone that, you know, maybe doesn't have a lot of time to sit down and, you know, create, uh, you know, create all this custom content um, and then, you know, go to each of your social media sites one by one and post it and think of your hashtags. Um, so you guys really just thought of everything, and <laughs> yeah, you have yeah, it included. Well. Yeah, um, and I, you know, and I checked on your social sites, and you know, you know, Tim has you post to his, his LinkedIn, and a number of followers there. You've got a number of followers on Facebook. Have you have have you seen your numbers of followers increase with the posts, or how is it is it due to marketing 
or is it a combination of the two? Yeah, I would definitely say it's a combination of the two. So I've noticed that, um, you know, posting um, pretty consistently is really starting to, I feel like people, you know, with social media, it's, it's, it's trends, it's what they see come up in their newsfeed. So, you know, you want to make sure that at least, you know, two to three times a week, your, your brand is showing in your followers' newsfeeds. And, you know, that's just such a great reinforcer. So sometimes I feel like with advisors because, and even with myself, because we're so busy, you know, sometimes social media can fall off a little bit on the high sure. priority list. And I feel like it's, it's almost detrimental because we forget that in this day and age, social media is such a game changer in, you know, branding and marketing. And, it, you know, that's so much of the way people communicate and connect these days. So I think it's so important to have a strong social media strategy. And one of the areas that I've been moving into a lot with social media is custom video creation. So using Animoto and, a, you know, a lot of different, you know, third-party quick um, quick creations. And even with our, you know, with the GM, um, the severance packages that was going on, you know, I made these quick 30 second, hey, we're here to help you if you're facing anything like this, these quick videos, because uh, video content on social media is just everything right now. And you're able to see the views and did people watch it. And I think it just, it, it can send a really strong message. Um, so that's definitely the direction that I've been going, um, to with social media and, um, something that I think, um, you know, for FMG too, maybe in the future in developing, but maybe even having a, a really cool, uh, video app, like integrated, um, where you can make these quick, you know, social media type videos would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'll put that in front of the developers. They'll love to hear that <laughs> because I think that, uh, I, I think firms like yours uh, go outside to do those, uh, and it is so darn easy to pull off a short video these days. Uh, right. you know, I, I did a, a, um, uh, a podcast a couple of weeks ago with Brandon Brown, who was our VP of uh, uh, Creative and, um, and, and UX, and you know, uh, I asked him, you know, video camera or phone, and he said phone and oh. do a one take do it till you get it right just keep doing the take till you get it right you upload the video to your right. uh, wherever you're hosting it and away you go and so it's a uh, it's definitely top of mind here at fmg and it's a it's a it's a very powerful tool when it comes to uh people understanding and comprehension yes yes i couldn't agree more and um Kind of, I know we're running a bit short on time, but the last, kind of one of the last things I wanted to just mention um, is blogging. Um, huge, huge, huge tool that we use, and I can't even begin to tell you just the great results that we've got from it. And I just really think for showcasing your industry knowledge, and especially for your search engine optimization, it's so key. If you're, if you're, you know, financial advising firm and you're not really liking your search rankings or you kind of end up on the second page of Google search results, I just really think blogging will be key. And um, I just say this because I, it's really your chance to create, you know, custom and original content. And the thing is, you know, obviously the system generated FMG content is so fantastic, but because it's kind of, it's across the board on multiple financial advising websites. Sometimes that, you know, that's not going to be 
that's not going to really be the best way to get sure. all of your search rankings. Right, right. So if you create this custom content and, you know, make sure in your blog titles you say things like, you know, top five or top ten because you're basically, you know, you're addressing a topic people are searching for. So if someone's like, hey, you know, what are, you know, top tips for millennials, you know, financial tips for millennials? Sure. Absolutely, um, right you know, that would come up. So I just think it adds so much value to your practice and it really helps, you know, bring your website and, and your name up in your search results. And we've had such great experience with that. And, you know, I'm also a huge proponent of guest bloggers. So maybe like if you're a financial advisor, you don't really have time to write all of this. If you're a holistic firm and you work with like a CPA or an estate planning attorney, just shoot them an email, say, hey, can you write a guest blog? Um, and, you know, post it on there. You guys make it incredibly easy to post blogs. Yeah, but we um, do. Yeah, and they just add so much value, and we get amazing feedback. And then you take that blog and you create, you know, custom emails, send it out. You make a quick social media video or a social media post in relation to your blog. And then, again, using the blog as, like, your central hub, everything comes back, and then you can kind of measure the effectiveness of, of that campaign. Right, so, right. You, and of it. <laughs> Liz, and you, you really have taken that page out of FMG's playbook because what we tell people to do is have that have FMG's content on a regular schedule, but definitely augment mm -hmm. it with material that you create because that is going to uh, set your firm apart. That's going to uh, help with your branding. You're going to be able to put keywords in on it. And I think what you said there was very interesting, the five top or the 10 most. I've never searched for the five worst or the five least of right, right, exactly. right? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah and now with your um i just saw the release of that awesome marketing calendar so i'm i'm yep. actually super excited to start keeping track of not just what content you know you guys have scheduled but now i can keep track of all my original content that's scheduled so it, that's fantastic i'm really excited to use it that's great to hear well, Liz, you've been a fantastic guest today. Uh, thank you so much thank you. for giving us the great detail. Uh, I think the uh, uh, the firm is well positioned. And uh, give us the website one more time so everybody can go check it out. Sure. It's www.hfgllc.com. Hfgllc.com. All right, everybody. Thank you so much, Liz, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Market Emotion Podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.